This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Coming up on the news. UK opposition MPs rage at Boris Johnson after he suspends Parliament. US National Security Advisor John Bolton is fired. And diesel cars emit more air pollution on hot days. It's Tuesday, September 10. I'm Anthony Davis. Opposition politicians raged at Prime Minister Boris Johnson's five-week suspension of Parliament before the deadline for Brexit, which drew angry and unprecedented protests in the House of Commons, outside it and even across Europe. Parliament has been prorogued or suspended at the government's request until October 14, a drastic move that gives Johnson a respite from rebellious lawmakers as he plots his next move and tries to lead Britain out of the European Union by October 31st. Opposition MPs chanted, shame on you, and held up signs reading silenced as Parliament was formally shut down in the early hours of this morning. As legislators implored House of Commons Speaker John Burko not to comply, he expressed his displeasure, saying this is not a standard or normal prorogation. It's one of the longest for decades, and it represents an act of executive fiat, Burko said. The suspension came after MPs inflicted a series of defeats on Boris Johnson's Brexit plans. They also demanded the government release, by Wednesday, emails and text messages among aides and officials relating to suspending Parliament and planning for Brexit amid allegations that the suspension is being used to circumvent democracy. Opposition Labour Party leader Jeremy Corbyn accused Johnson of seeking to crash out of the EU and seek a one-sided trade deal with the United States that would damage Britain. A no-deal Brexit is really a Trump deal Brexit, Corbyn told a union conference. No one can trust the word of a Prime Minister who is threatening to break the law or force through a no-deal. Boris Johnson has acknowledged that a no-deal Brexit would be a failure of statecraft, for which he would be partially to blame. He said he believed a deal could be struck by October 18, when leaders of all 28 EU countries hold a summit in Brussels. Some MPs are continuing to meet and debate parliamentary business informally, as they feel now, more than ever, Parliament should be sitting. Donald Trump has fired his national security adviser, John Bolton, the lifelong proponent of American hard power, after months of division between the men over the direction of foreign and national security policy. Trump announced the news earlier in a post on Twitter. Bolton was Trump's third national security adviser and continued the pattern of departures by advisers who proved a bad fit for a White House led by the president with no prior experience with the military, national security or elected office. 
Bolton's aggressive positions on Venezuela, North Korea and Afghanistan clashed with the comparative reluctance of his boss to entertain new confrontations and wind down some old ones. Bolton, meanwhile, communicated in old-school terms to leaders in Caracas, Pyongyang and Tehran, with threats about direct action from the US military. And Bolton was also said to have been a crucial force in torpedoing an agreement between Trump and North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un. Angry North Korean officials later called Bolton dim-sighted. The sum of positions like these and others was a national security advisor with a view about American strategic ways, means and goals at stark odds with that of the president. Tensions eventually reached the point at which Bolton reportedly was excluded from meetings about the war in Afghanistan. These kinds of differences between Trump and Bolton eventually spun the two men too far apart. Emissions from diesel cars, even newer and supposedly cleaner models, increase on hot days, a new study has found, raising questions over how cities suffering from air pollution can deal with urban heat islands and the climate crisis. Research in Paris by the Real Urban Emissions Initiative found that diesel car emissions of nitrogen oxides rose by 20 to 30 percent when temperatures topped 30 degrees centigrade, a common event this summer. Emissions from a range of vehicles were found to be many times higher than those declared by manufacturers in laboratory tests, confirming earlier findings following the 2015 Dieselgate scandal, in which Volkswagen cars were found to emit 40 times more nitrogen oxides on the road than during laboratory tests. Car lobbies dismiss residents' complaints about asthma and allergies as anecdotal evidence and contest City Hall's measures to discourage car use in the city centre. You can subscribe to The News with your favourite podcast app or ask your smart speaker to play The News with Anthony Davis podcast. Leave us a review on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at The News underscore podcast for daily updates. The News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering honest, verified and truthful world news daily. On the morning of August 1st, 1966, shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America. You're listening to Stop the Killing podcast. Join us as we take you behind the crime scene tape to explain global mass shootings and mass attacks. I'm Sarah Ferris, but more importantly, this is Catherine Schweitz, the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. I spent five years as the FBI's top executive looking for answers to the mass shooting crisis. I've been at the shooting scenes. I've traced heroic acts of bravery. And I've sat silently and listened to the heart-wrenching stories from survivors. Amongst this horror, there is hope. We all hold the key to stop the killing. You just need to know how to unlock the door. Download Stop the Killing and be part of the solution. Search Stop the Killing on Apple, Spotify and all the usual suspects.